What you want to do when you want to meet quality singles is you go home, ask your amma to find for you. No. No. Breakfast show, the podcast. So, in case you haven't heard. Over the past week, one week, we've been uh, challenged to face our fears, right? So we've been doing like tiny mini challenges in between. And now, Kevin has to face his fear of heights. But before that, mm-hmm. before we actually do the ultimate challenge, let's talk about where our fears come from. Yes, you are. <laughs> you have a fear of uh, lizards. I do. Where did it come from? I, I really don't know. Maybe it's the people that I hung out with a lot when I was growing up. Because okay. when I was small, I used to um, spend weekends at friends' house, mm-hmm. houses, right? So, or like during the day, I go and spend time at my, with my friends. All right. So maybe from them, because neither of my parents are afraid of lizards. I don't know where my fear of heights come from as well. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't know. As a kid. I never climbed anywhere high. I guess. Right. I I was a, I I was a city kid lah. It's not like I was climbing trees or anything like that. <laughs> so yeah, I was always under things. So, what? Yeah, I was under the bed. You know, that that's my hiding spot under the bed. Oh. Ah, I used to go under oh, the bed and so, just so chill out there. You feel safe when you're closer to the ground. Yeah, I guess. So th- maybe ah. that's where my fear of heights come from. Interesting. I'm not scared of heights. I'm scared of falling. I okay. think everybody is. Uh, who isn't afraid of falling? <laughs> I can just imagine someone falling. Ah, hey, this is quite nice, huh? <laughs> I'm, uh, I have a fear of cockroaches, like a serious fear of cockroaches. Okay, that one everybody is afraid of. Like, no, no, my mom is not afraid of cockroaches. Okay, she will like walk up to the cockroach with a slipper in hand and smack it. Um, <laughs> I, I like the way you say walk up to the cockroach. Like, you know, she's going to meet it. Like, hello, how are you? Sir? Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she marches towards it, right? But I think my fear of cockroaches comes from my dad. Mm. So one time. Um, uh, my my mom is usually the one in my family to kill the cockroach, right? Okay. So I'll go, mommy. <laughs> but this time my mom wasn't around, so I went, papa. Okay. And my dad was in the other room. We had a shared toilet at the time. Um, I ran out of the toilet. I shouted for him. He came in. He's like, wow, what is it? Cockroach? Are you okay? Okay. And then he had to obviously kill yeah. it. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, Papa's not scared of cockroaches. Yeah, he's the he's the man of the house. He's the man of the house, right? But when I was watching him in his sarong, <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill the cockroach, he's like, okay, give me something. I realized that he's afraid of cockroaches. When I was watching, I was like, oh, Papa's scared of cockroaches, but he's doing this for me. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. The man of the house has to do everything, right? I also am the cockroach killing. Uh, Candidate or tribute in in my house, and the thing is, I'm also scared. Really, right? it's very difficult to be like you know that that person everybody relies on to do all these kind of things. Like yeah. I have a story for you about something that happened uh-huh. in my house. Okay, the nice. Other day. Fly FM. So we we're just talking about where our fears come from. I realized my fear of cockroaches comes from probably my father. And we were talking about <laughs> being the man of the house and being the tribute. To kill the kill cockroach. Kill the cockroach, yeah. I also scared, no. Like, don't send me to the cockroach when I also scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember once yeah. uh, in my condo, there was, uh, you know, a big bug that came in. Oh. And it was huge. It was the size of like a tangerine or something. What, was it a, like a flying beetle or yes, something like that? Yes, it's a flying that? beetle. Is it the ones with those like sharp legs that stick to your baju? I, I don't know. I, I didn't stay that long. Yeah. <laughs> I left the house. <laughs> I said the house belongs to the bug now. <laughs> but here's another story that, you know, really encapsulates this man of the house story. Yeah, yeah. So we were sleeping in my house, mm-hmm. right? And then suddenly there was a noise downstairs. Okay. Right? And then my wife got woke up, got scared. Yeah. Like, and then she wakes me up. And she says like, hey, there's someone downstairs. <gasps> I'm like, who? 
Yeah. She's like, no, no, you have to go check. It must be a burglar. Oh. And I'm like. Hold on, why do I need to go and check? Because you're why? you're stronger. Uh, you no, know, no, okay? <laughs> Because you're sending me to my death. You understand? You are sending like no burglar is going like me walking down the stairs in my boxer shorts. No burglar is going to look at me and go like, "You know what? Oh, it's okay. I'm going." <laughs> right? Because I am in danger now. Yeah. Like call the police. Don't call me. But police will take long. By the time police come, then the burglars upstairs today. No, lock the door. <laughs> so right? what was it then? Was it a burglar? No, it wasn't. It was my cat. <laughs> <laughs> He knocked something down. You know, it, it happens. Every every two weeks lah. My wife will be someone downstairs. Yeah. It's Wait. the cat. <laughs> Did you carry a weapon or not? Uh, well, I carried the deodorant spray. Really? Yeah, uh, and like pepper spray lah. You know, so. <laughs> It's like well, what else? Like there, there's no weapons in my house. Well, what else could I carry? The lampshade is so it? So are you gonna go out, spray your fella, and then run the other way screaming? Ah! I guess so. I mean, at least you'll smell nice. <laughs> Now, Kavi's daughter Kasha is actually pretty funny, and she wants to be just like her papa. She wants to tell us jokes, but however, today we hit a little bit of a snag. Why? Yeah. Because uh, she never finished her homework, <laughs> so she don't get to tell jokes. <laughs> but you get to tell jokes. And you get to tell jokes. Me? Yes. Alamak. You, hey, this is how it works, ah. Huh? The the person who doesn't tell jokes tells jokes so that it's funny. Okay. YFM. So Malaysians are slamming this MRT user who exposed a teenager for hogging his seat with a bag. I don't understand netizens. Exposed so wrong. Don't expose so wrong. <laughs> What to do? <laughs> no lah. I guess this guy should have you know confronted the situation. So what happened was this this fellow he posted on Twitter like this picture. Mm. Of this guy mm-hmm. in a crowded MRT, okay, sitting down on a seat, right? Okay, but, but next to him, he went and chopped the seat with a bag. Ah, see. So instead of confronting this teenager and asking you to, you know, asking the fellow to please remove your bag, he went and took a picture of him, posted it on Twitter to shame him instead. But now he's the one who's getting, you know, like slammed for it because he went and exposed this fellow. What? What else is he supposed to do? Like he's supposed to talk to that fellow, is it? Go up to him and like, "Hello, can you move your bag, please?" Yes. Like, have you sp- spoken to people? No. People well, are. I don't know. It's just very difficult to talk to people nowadays. Right? You know, you tell them, uh, you know, please move your bag. Like, hey, mind your own business. I'm like, wow. no, no. This chair is also other people's business. I've never had that before. Have you told people? Have you talked to people like that? Yeah. And then like what do like they do? if they cut the queue, uh-huh. I say excuse me, you just cut my queue. Can you please like go to the back of the line? Yeah, then they look at you like, hey, you mind your own business, lah. Yeah, lah. Then you get into an argument, lah. Ah, uh, then you fight, fight there. <laughs> you see, that's the problem. You see, it's easier just to take a picture, video, yeah. and then post it on social media, get them cancelled. Or uh-huh. th- this guy uh-huh. could just walk up to the bag, mm-hmm. take the bag, mm-hmm. put it on his lap, or put it on the floor. Ah, and then see, sit on the seat. This is the problem, okay? Because then they will say, "Come up with excuses." No lah, my bag ah is ah uh, you know got got life inside lah. No, my laptop is in the bag. What? Yeah. My laptop cannot put on the floor because my laptop is allergic to the ground. You see, you know, I must put there only. No lah, because sometimes I feel like people don't get it. Maybe they blur. Maybe the mother never teach them properly. No, have you ever done this? Have you ever when you sit somewhere yeah. you put your bag? Uh, in the seat. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. but only if like you know nobody else is sitting there. Okay. Then yeah lah, because my bag is huge. Have you uh, seen yes, my bag? I know your bag is huge. Okay, put three grown men inside your bag, you know. <laughs> like you can smuggle them everywhere. Fly FM. So this kid in an MRT, in a crowded MRT, chopped the seat with his backpack and then got shamed on Twitter for it. So now we're asking. Is chopping seats okay? Well, it depends. Okay, like in Singapore, chopping seats is a culture. 
that they do all the time, right? <laughs> when you will go to a food court, they will chop with anything, like you know, tissue paper, water bottle, <laughs> yeah. their bag, their laptop, their phones, anything you can use to chop your seat. If you if there's something on the table, that means the seat is chopped, and they respect the chop because they are a kiasu culture. Yeah, but they respect the chop. Yeah, okay. Like if you put the thing there, you go and take your food, you come back, your seat still there. <laughs> In Malaysia, if you do that, you put your tissue paper, yeah. you go get your food, you come back, yeah. somebody's wiping the chair with the tissue paper. Okay, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, I went to Langkawi recently, right? Okay. With uh, my sisters. And we went to this really nice uh, restaurant. Okay. Super famous. Mm-hmm. It was really crowded. Uh-huh. Uh, so we went upstairs, right? To the upper deck. Um, overlooking the beach and stuff. It was really nice. But upstairs, it was like really narrow walkway and uh, with like high countertops and high chairs, right? So th- it was crowded. But then we saw that there were five empty seats. Oh, okay. So, okay, like perfect la, for us. Uh. It was five of us, right? So we, we walked up to the seats to sit down. One fellow said, oh, sorry, uh, I choked for my friends already. They're coming. We're okay. waiting for them. So we're like, okay, fair. You know, you, you have friends coming. Mm. So then we went to the other side and stood. Okay, no chance, nothing. We okay. stood and waited. 45 minutes minutes later mm-hmm. the friends were still not there what yeah did yeah. you get another seat or not no we didn't <laughs> you were just standing there we were just standing there waiting with these five empty seats staring at us I thought that was really rude because I mean in 45 minutes we could have just sat down had a few drinks took a few pictures and left before your friends got there right yeah so that was like not okay lah listen I agree with you correct yeah. I this one cannot so I win right what do you mean you win? I win this conversation, this argument. Wait, this that is cho- not an argument. Chopping seats is not okay. What do you want? A certificate, is it? <laughs> Fly FM. I can't believe people are still doing this. This Malaysian woman, right? She used her baby stroller to book a parking spot for her husband. To be fair, the baby stroller is still more powerful than a kanchil. <laughs> How? Hey, <laughs> it's got more horsepower, okay? One baby is more horsepower <laughs> than a kanchil. So this lady, right, she stood in the middle of the parking space with her baby stroller. Mm. Like as if that's going to be, you know, going to gain her more attention or something like that. Well, or this, this <laughs> chopping or parking spots is just weird. I don't understand. If you don't have the car, it's not your parking spot. Yeah. Have you ever done something like this or encountered something like this? Uh, no. But wait, before that, with the story, oh. right? She was confronted, right? And she didn't say, oh, sorry, sorry, my mistake. Uh-huh. She stood there. She stayed there and said, I was here first. And then her husband was making a round to come back to park at the spot. She said, I even had to walk the whole round to come to this parking spot. Like as if she walking with the stroller is considered as her in the car. Yeah, the car come first, okay? (laughs) If you come first, it doesn't matter. If you stand in the parking spot, I will park over you. (laughs) You understand? (laughs) But back to your question, Uh um, if I've ever done this before or Mm. encountered this before. I I somehow, I'm not going to like this answer. (laughs) Yeah, because I, I have done this before. I have stood in a parking space to chop it. But this was when I was much younger, la, when I didn't know any better. So and last week. I- la. <laughs> okay. All your stories are when you are much younger, okay? If you're telling me stories when you are older, okay, then something is wrong. <laughs> no, this was a few years ago. But then when I started driving, then I realized, okay, this is not a cool thing to do. La. Okay, so at least you realize la, now. Yeah. Right? Because you ha- it happened to you as well. It happened to me, right? Yeah. I was driving in TTDI, full car park, no place. I found one yeah. car park, right? It wasn't oh. a kanchel park, like, you know, side like that. So, that it looks like an empty car park, but it's not. Yeah. I, I drove in, and then suddenly there was a lady standing there. Oh, okay. And I'm like, uh, lady, can you move? Uh? Yeah. I want to park. Yeah. Lady's like, no, no, no. This uh, car park is booked already. Oh. I said, booked by who? No, no, booked already. Booked by whom? 
And then he said, no, got birthday party. I book this car park. I said, I don't care if it's your birthday, your cousin's birthday, your uncle's birthday. Okay, you're not supposed to stand there. But eventually, yeah. uh, this lady yeah. was the most stubborn lady I've ever met. Because half an hour, I was standing there arguing with her. Yeah. And then I just left. Okay. She won lah, she won. Good thing she didn't get like aggressive or anything, right? The good thing I didn't get aggressive. Okay, <laughs> that, that's the thing you need to be worried about more. Fly FM. So we saw the story of this lady who booked a parking spot with a stroller in Malaysia. I can't believe this is still happening. But uh, Rachel, producer Rachel, you were saying that that you have a parking story. It was quite scary. Are you okay to tell it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. It, it happened. Uh, I I think when I was 18 and first got my license. Yeah. Okay. So I was at a mall with my sister mm-hmm. and at the car park, I saw this lady going out. So I put my signal and I thought, okay, you know, I'll just get this parking spot. But then this guy in front, like way in front, suddenly reversed back super fast and put his signal. And I was confused because, I mean, I was there first, right? Yeah. yeah. And when the lady was coming out of her parking spot, she pointed at me as if indicating, you know, like you, you can take my parking spot. Yeah. So I did. And when I parked, That guy just now, he came up to me and my sister who was with me, yeah. and he started shouting at us. He like actually got out of his car. Wow. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't know why he was so mad about it because he just parked like a few spots, you know, like further away from me. So, so he not, got a parking. He also. did. He did. Okay. Yeah. So um. So weird. After he, I mean, he continued shouting and screaming at us, and obviously we were scared, you know. Okay. And when we were walking towards the lifts, uh, mm-hmm. he was following us and still screaming at us. I mean, I I, I don't know what what was wrong with him. Yeah. And uh, luckily there was like a security there So we told the security about it And the security guy was like You know okay just go into the lift first And you know like I'll make this guy wait But okay. the security guy didn't do that Because the guy still got into the lift with us Wow oh, Was he shouting at you in the lift? He he wasn't like shouting But he was like Annoyed s- y- Saying really nasty things Oh man yeah. oh. This is harassment like girl. Yeah. yeah This is proper harassment So yeah, what, then what do you do? So when we went into the mall We thought okay we'll just go into like the first shop And just wait it out for like 15 minutes Because okay. no way he'll be waiting for us, right? Yeah. Okay I hope the first shop wasn't a baby shop or something <laughs> No, no, no okay. And uh, when we came out He was still there <laughs> And oh. <laughs> I'm starting to respect this guy's perseverance No! <laughs> don't respect this guy this is Don't do this There's something wrong with him, no, no, man No, 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 no Clearly, there's something wrong with this guy But I like his perseverance He's just there The whole time just waiting What's you he gonna do? No, no. no, okay, okay. That then, is scary. I yeah. I agree. So did, did we you, yeah we was we were still scared. You know we don't know what this guy is gonna do to us. So we had to go to sec- the mall security and tell yeah, them about it. Uh-huh. And when we told them about it, they were like, you know, okay, um, uh, calm down. Uh, we'll just have like undercover security follow you guys around and try and find this guy and like catch him. Yeah. But I think the guy realized he was being monitored and then he like left after that. Okay. But wait, yeah. Wait, I just want to ask one question. There's undercover mall security. I know, right? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. That was the first time me hearing it yeah, too. Yeah, undercover mall security. What is this? <laughs> That's quite cool. So, did eventually like a police officer follow you to the car? Yes, yeah. Like because you know we were scared if he was waiting okay. for us at the car park, so yeah. they got like an actual like police officer to follow us to the car. And thank God he was not there, and yeah. everything was fine. But That's the trauma. True. Yeah, man. That's good. So, if anybody encounters this, go to security, ask for a cop to escort you. Better still, ask for plain clothes. Undercover mall detective. <laughs> that that should be a movie. Undercover mall detective. Yeah, and you can be the mall cop. Okay. No, what you, they've already made that movie. Okay, it's called Paul Blatt Mall Cop. <laughs> yeah.
Fly FM. So I think this is great. This uh, mental health aid organization is providing five ringgit therapy sessions for the B40 community. I also want five ringgit therapy, lah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Me too. So from now until August, Nyawa organization is uh, subsidizing four therapy sessions at five ringgit each through their initiative Menyantuni B40 2.0. So each session will be uh, you know conducted by credible counselors and clinical psychologists. So it's proper. It's not like you know trainees that are doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, each therapy session can also be conducted online as well as in person. Okay, here's the thing. I think mental health is very important. Although we can't get this because you know it's only for B40, but the thing is, mental health is something very important. Everybody should should take care of their mental health. Everybody yeah. wants to take care of their health because they say well health is wealth. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about mental health because there's a stigma for mental health, right? When you, you say you got mental health problems, you know stress, blah, and they say they always come up with oh you gila already, is it? Yeah. Huh? yeah. You need to go Tanjong Rambutan. No, don't make fun of it. It's it's something that is real. Yeah, that's true. Also, like I feel finding therapists mm-hmm. um, is is kind of like a relationship. Though you need to go to a few before you know which one's the right one. Yeah. You. Have yeah. you been to wrong ones? I have, I have. But then uh. I found one really nice one that I liked. Okay. Ah, uh, she was savage. This Punjabi woman, right? Oh, that's the one you you chose, the savage one. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> because she told it as it is, and uh, she said, you know, some people like they say they cannot control their thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is controlling your thoughts then? The phone wires outside, is it? <laughs> and so, I don't know. Maybe I can relate to her, lah. No, no. no I like this woman. Can you give me her number? <laughs> because I went to a few, right? And uh, one of the first ones I went to, this this lady, I I. Started Started telling her like you know I got issues and stuff like that, yeah. and she's like, no, you know, have you heard of crystals? <laughs> Immediately, I just I got up, I said thank you very much, and I left. What's wrong with crystals? No, crystals not gonna help you with anything. Okay, <laughs> it's not unless you're using the crystals to build something that will actually help you. It's not gonna help you. Fly FM. So a dating agency just mm. did a study of uh, Malaysian singles, and they found new trends with dating and preferences. Post-pandemic I only got one question What? Okay, why are you all doing studies like this? Okay, you all got no better work, is it? Huh? Because it's interesting We need to know what singles are on about these days you yeah, know? I'm not single, I don't care <laughs> So they surveyed about 2,500 singles Across Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong, Indonesia As well as Thailand To understand, you know, the dating outlook Their behaviours, their preferences and stuff like that They go to all these countries Yeah Right? And they only found 2,500 people <laughs> Like, it's like they don't want to do work, you know It's like they... Interview three people per country. Maybe 2,500 people who are actively dating and actively looking and also who actually want to do a study. La. The other the other people all passively dating, is it? What? what no. Hey, when you get a questionnaire, do you ignore it or do you fill out the questionnaire? Depends on the questionnaire. Ah, uh, You see? So 2,500 people. All okay. right. They found that 37% of singles want to be in a relationship but they don't feel safe getting close because of, you know, COVID these days. Fair enough. Um, some of the reasons that people are single now are not Knowing where to meet good quality singles, having mm-hmm. difficulties putting themselves out there and meeting new people. I think this is an age-old problem, right? Uh-huh. As well as not being able to attract the right person. That's also another age-old problem. Uh, well, you know, okay. Here's the thing. Maybe you know you should look in different places. Yeah, that's how that's how it works, right? From this study, right? Uh huh. I I hear of a job opportunity. You always hear a job opportunity. Now tell me, tell me what 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 do you see? I don't know. We can like set up uh, different cafes and different zones of just meeting new people, or you can do excursions. Like you plan excursions mm-hmm. to uh, parties, and then you get people, you know, singles who like to party to no, meet together. See, that's the problem. If you meet 
people who in a party yeah. the problem is these people also want to party with other people <laughs> so you know a lot of partying going on and then party 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 but, and but, then you become a party <laughs> But that's the key to meeting people. Mm. I feel okay. to to finding the one. You have to meet several individuals, and then you find the best one, and then you stick to the best one, lah. And you have to do things that you like to do. So if you like hiking, uh-huh. then you go lah for a hiking trip with singles, and you meet other people who like hiking. And when you get together, you can do this thing together. You see, when you go hiking, you meet people hiking. Yeah. They also like to go hiking with other people. That's the problem. <laughs> so then hiking, hiking, hiking. You become hiking. No. What I'm saying is, you. It's very hard to meet quality singles. Okay. What do you want? to do when you want to meet quality singles is you go home ask your amma to find for you no no and that's the best thing <laughs> you just made every indian auntie happy right now i know i know i i i felt bad saying why <laughs> fm so for the past couple of weeks kevin's daughter has been telling us jokes but today she's not telling us a joke no she's not because she's grounded because she never do homework oh ah, so she cannot tell joke only if she finish her homework then she can tell joke wow ah it's like that kasha this affects the show please exactly. do your homework do your homework okay <laughs> okay so now i have to tell you a joke is it that's right you have to tell me a joke because you are a child <sighs> but i'm not funny okay what ah. wait what okay hold on <laughs> <laughs> okay why do stand up comedians perform poorly in hawaii why because the audience only responds in aloha <laughs> hey i got that you know that you know that i like it but i mean delivery can improve <laughs> okay you must say aloha but it's okay i you want me to tell you a joke uh okay okay you know your mama jokes right Yeah, okay. which is quite popular you tread lightly here uh, yeah 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 but have you heard of the malaysian your mama joke or not mangau no 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 not that one Then? uh this one is uh, a malaysian your mama joke okay, okay. your mama so fat that when people walk up to her they say hey you quite fat already ah huh? <laughs> <laughs> because you know malaysia they'll point out the obvious right yeah. they'll come walk up to you hey hey you dark already ah huh? <laughs> hey i asked you ah uh. <laughs> okay nice please bring kasha back on monday <laughs> if she finish her home why fm so kevin and i have had a pretty fun week leading up to the ultimate challenge of facing our fears or the ultimate event of facing our fears now i'm afraid of heights and <laughs> Wanita has been giving me a lot of hard time because of it <laughs> because like I don't know why it's afraid of heights it's not like it's an irrational fear Do you think it's cuz you're a bit uh, I'm sorry pardon me but is it cuz you're a bit larger No it's got nothing to what what does that got to do with anything okay <laughs> I was small once also okay I was still scared Okay Oh is it yes. So this is since you were a baby No okay I don't know whether baby or not like that one I cannot remember but I mean I was I was younger maybe like 17 16 Uh-huh I was still afraid of heights like every okay. time I climb something it's like you know I'm scared lah What's your earliest memory of being afraid of heights My earliest memory of being afraid of heights I remember you know last time when your teacher asked you to stand on the chair Yeah like because you never finish your homework Yeah Yeah That's I I was scared like on the chair. Oh, so that was the excuse that you used. Teacher, I cannot stand on the chair because I'm afraid of heights no. and then it kind of stuck. <laughs> no, you have to understand one thing. Malaysian teachers, they don't listen to you, okay? <laughs> Whether you're scared of heights, you're scared of whatever, you're scared of chair, yeah. you still stand on the chair. Okay? So I yeah, the whole time I was standing on the chair, the, the whole time just like I thought Freaking I was going to fall. <laughs> so this entire week, we have been playing little games uh, uh. to decide who the loser is. The big loser has to face their fear. And uh, I believe that Wanita cheated. <laughs> so throughout the week, we played Street Fighter. We played the card game Higher or Lower. Yeah, we had a Roti Chanai off. Who made the best Roti Chanai? And we had Archery. Yes. 
Now, all in all, I won. Yes, you won three of those four. <laughs> we were supposed to do five, but you already won three, so no point lah for fifth one, right? Yeah, but this is a little recap in case you missed it. I'm beating you, Kevin. Okay, you know what? Okay, your bar is going down, bro. I, th- th- okay, okay, that's... Two, okay, oh! You 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 definitely played this before. I am the okay. new champion of Kelana Jaya. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out the first card. It's a six. Wow, that's a high one. Dad, you got a four. Four to the floor. Okay, your turn. Go 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 go. Four. Hey, what is this? Bad luck, ah. Uh. Say I, say. I don't know. Okay. Just I'm hope you try. get a three. Oh, yes! I did get a three. Yes. So okay. you win this round. Yes, three one. If you if you look at it now, right? It just looks like the silhouette of Winnie the Pooh. It looks like a carpet. It, it looks like the map of Texas. <laughs> Why are you folding? Are you folding? Yeah. Typo. <laughs> Tada! Okay. okay. Sorry. Ah. So can you choose which one is better? Ini kakak punya. Ah, kakak punya. Kakak punya yang baik tu. Ah! He said mine looks better. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, I got a nine, baby. What did I get? You got a zero. No, a three. A <laughs> so total score for you, twenty nine. And for you, thirty four. Which means I win. I'm so happy. I if you hear properly, you can hear the cheating. <laughs> what a sore loser you are. Anyway, Rachel, what are we gonna do for Kevin to face his fear of heights? So Kevin, we've decided to bring you to District Twenty One. Okay. And there's um you know activities and obstacles that are above ground. Above ground. <laughs> <laughs> District Twenty One is really fun. There are obstacle courses that are like up in the air, right? Yeah. There's even a free fall. So look forward to that next <laughs> week, guys. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Don't don't yeah. do this to me. Fly FM. So bachelor degree graduates are ending up working fast food restaurants. Um, it was a TikTok video that went viral, and now a lot of rakyat are chiming in and telling their stories as well. Well, this is why I told you don't do mascom, okay? Wow. Because you know if you do mascom, you <laughs> you you won't get proper job lah. No, this is not just from mascom, okay? This is with everything. Like this girl, she graduated in like a bachelor of science or something like that, mm-hmm. and she graduated with honors, wow. and she's still working a fast food joint. Um, someone else commented and said that they they study architecture now they're working as a barista. Wow. Yes. It's, it's this so is a, hard. It's a problem. It, the job market is bad. I have to admit, the yeah. job market is bad. Like I don't know what I'll do if I ever lost this comedy thing because comedy is my job. Yeah. And I've been doing it for seven years professionally. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to work after this? Like you, nobody's going to hire someone with a seven-year gap in their resume. You know what I'm saying? That's true. But in the seven years, you also picked up other skills. What as a comedian, right? Like what? Like public speaking. Uh, like you can tell other people how to do jokes. For for example, like Douglas Lim has courses in telling jokes. You can do that. Yeah, I cannot do that. Okay, I cannot do. It. This is why lah. This is why I got a job in radio. Okay, what? this is why I'm here. Okay, guys. Because it's so not working out Fly FM. So we were talking about how bachelor degree graduates are struggling to find jobs these days, right? Like uh, someone graduated with a bachelor of science and she's working in a fast food restaurant. I think this is a serious problem that we have, and it's always been a problem, right? And it's also a problem for us because if we lose this, what yeah. do we have? Yeah. Because the job market is so bad. Now yeah. you, uh, you know, always had a job. Yeah. Well, I did. I, you know, <laughs> it was always stressful looking for a job for okay. me, even from when I graduated university. Because I sat in the lecture room and I mm-hmm. thought, 
Oh man, there's so many of us. How are we all going to come out and work in media, right? That's why. So, uh, I mean, by a stroke of luck, because I knew someone, Andrea Fonseca actually mm-hmm. uh, put me through to radio and that's okay. how I got that job. Right, right. Yes, but when I left uh, my first job, which was, you know, a breakfast show producer, mm-hmm. I didn't know this at the time, but my big boss, okay. uh, Ramesh, who was really nice, he recommended me to do a TV hosting job. Okay, so yeah. then that got you into TV hosting. Yeah, and it got me into travel hosting and ah. stuff like that. And then that was my gig for like about six, seven years, you know. And then I I stayed in radio for also seven years. And that's why I'm here now. Like, I used to be an engineer, right? Yeah. And uh, there was one time where I got retrenched. Yeah. Uh, it was also the day of my wedding. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I know. The day of my wedding, I got retrenched. And it was nine months before I got a job. And the whole time, the job market, yeah. right, I... You know how they say go to these websites, you know, and and apply for a job. I applied for 146 jobs. Wow. I got zero callbacks. Oh man. And it was so stressful like, you know, then they said then I read somewhere in the internet like, you know, oh, you know you must spruce up your resume. What you need to do is you need to copy the job description, yeah. put it in your resume, yeah. and then put the font color to invisible. Did it work? You know how many I got after how, that? How many? Zero. So <laughs> <laughs> I I just oh, didn't no. get any callbacks. I don't know why. But then one day, yeah, I did a corporate show. Right? I did comedy for a co- company event. Yep. And then uh, one of the guys who were there yeah. came up to me and said, "Hey, good show." And I said, "Hey, what what do you do?" And he says, "Like I'm a manager in this engineering company." Okay. And I was like, "Hey, got job, ah. Right. And then he just said, "Send me your resume. We'll see what happens." And you got the job. And I sent my resume. I got an interview, and I got a job. Nice. So that's how is, I got the job. It is about sometimes approaching people and having that conversation. Yeah. La, sometimes I, I think it's it's more interpersonal. Yeah. If you if you meet someone and this thing, like I I don't understand this job websites kind of thing where you just send in your resume and everybody's just looking at a blank piece of paper in a way yeah that's true I guess you know sometimes send them a personal email like hello yeah or a video with a video of yourself okay you're getting too far then okay (laughs) you think what is an audition ah? hello my name is Kavin J I would like (laughs) to join your company why because I'm productive (laughs) why so Parliament has passed the anti-sexual harassment bill. All I have to say about this is it's about damn time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So Dewan Rangyat has passed the bill. It's uh, supposed to provide a concrete means of handling sexual harassment cases in Malaysia, and it's good lah. It's good that we have a law now to protect people, not just women, but men and women from sexual harassment. This is weird because I just don't understand why we need a law for this. Like it should be ingrained <laughs> in every human being. Yeah. But props to everybody to, you know, bring this forward and also to implement this. Lah. Yes, because I know it's been a lot of work for them. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, petitioning for this and going and fighting for this. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but it's it's just that, you know, laws sometimes, I don't understand why it's made. What right? do you mean? Like, for instance, in Singapore, yeah. right, there is a law that says it's illegal to urinate in an elevator. <laughs> Like how big a problem was this? Are you serious? Yes, this is so, actually a lot. People discussed this in Parliament, you know. That's how big this problem was. People were apparently walking into elevators and going, "Is this male or female?" How do you think the conversation went in Parliament that we, in Singapore? I think everybody, hey, I will leave very smelly already. <laughs> Can we please pass a law, please? And then somebody be like, "I don't agree. The lift not smelly enough." <laughs> I don't. What? I don't know. Oh, I, this is how I think Parliament debates work. Okay, someone. <laughs> will have to disagree whether they agree or not they disagree oh man that is weird
Breakfast Show, the podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.